Halo, halo, Sacred Icon listeners. We used to do ads for other people, but I decided, why don't we do one for ourselves? Whether you're here listening to us for the first time or you've heard every episode, I'd like to briefly tell you what we're about and how you can support us. We have been doing this podcast since 2019, and with that has come lots of changes. We started as a primarily Halo-only show, but have evolved, combat evolved, over the years to talk about a wide variety of things in the realm of nerd culture. As you can imagine, we've made numerous changes to our platforms, usernames, and emails over the years, so now is the time for me to set things right and give the Covenant back their bomb. You can join our Discord by clicking the link included on our podcast feed. You can also send us an email or a voice message at sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. We have a YouTube channel at youtube.com slash sacredicon, and we no longer use Twitter or X or whatever else the kids are calling it these days. So if you see someone who looks like us there, just know it's not us. Lastly, you can support us on patreon.com slash sacredicon and receive a bevy of bonus content. We're so glad you chose us to be the voice in your ear on this particular day and hope you enjoy the episode ahead. Halo, halo, Sacred Icon Halo listeners. I am here with a guest today, Someone who is quite familiar in the community, Grunt4500. What's up, dude? Hey, man. Going great. How are you? I am doing really good. I, I just figured it was an uh, appropriate time to get you on here. One of the one of the uh, people in the community that I have to work to be as uh, as good at hyping up things as, as he is. <laughs> He's a hype man. Oh, man. I just love it. It's in my veins. I love the hype. <laughs> It it's great, man. You know what? Know what I love about <laughs> what I love about you, TJ, is that uh, the biggest criticism about you in the community, I think, is that you're too happy. <laughs> Imagine that, right? No, I I just love Halo. I love talking to people about it, and I'm just I just try to be as happy as possible. Just do what I like. <laughs> I I love that, man. I mean, there there is way too much on this planet to be sad about, whether you want to be or not. So when you have the choice. I choose being positive. <laughs> I'd have to agree with you, and I really appreciate your guys' positivity going through the community lately as well. I mean, you guys have always been great with it, but I really like these recent things you guys have been doing, like the two-minute What Halo Means to Me videos yeah. have been super great to watch. Uh, dude, we, we love it, man. We, we started it and thought, you know, maybe two or three people will want to do this, and then, can I send one? Can I send one? Can I send one? I got all these videos, so it's great. It's a really good turnout, and... uh yeah, it's kind of interesting when when uh, we first came on the Twitter, it seemed like there was a lot. Now, there's plenty of positivity, don't get me wrong, but it seemed like there was a good chunk of negativity in general. And then when we came in and started doing this positivity thing, like suddenly you started to realize how many people out there wanted to have talk positive about Halo, wanted to talk enthusiastically about Halo. And they just kind of flock to that because people are like, yeah. I want to, I want to be, I love Halo. I want to talk about Halo. It's fun. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, but there's just this mentality, you know, in the last, uh, I don't know, five to 10 years, I don't know, where it's not, you know, Halo, you can't, you can't talk about how cool Halo is. It's not cool to be talking about how cool Halo is, you know? Yeah. Right. It's, I, and it's I sad. think, you know, as long as you're respecting people, but you're having fun, then that's what's important. It's, yeah. It's our favorite game, you know. You should be excited about it, and I and I love the idea of just spreading as much love as you can through it. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, and it, we're actually here today. We're gonna talk. To, I asked uh, TJ beforehand what his favorite Halo game was because a lot of times, unless I have a specific issue, uh, like a specific topic already picked out, 
when I have a guest on, I like to talk to them about their favorite Halo game because usually they have a lot to say about their favorite Halo game. Um, so uh, TJ picked Halo 3, and and I was just going to ask you because we were just talking about how like you know it's not it, it's not always cool to like Halo nowadays. But what's weird is in 2007 when Halo 3 was coming out, it was very cool to think Halo was cool. You know? Yeah, it was huge back then. It was the game, man, and and everybody was playing it. And I think I might have said this once on a podcast before, but uh, I remember being in the lunch line. I was 15 years old when Halo 3 came out. I was in the lunch line. It was like a couple days after Halo 3 came out, and there was this guy in front of me in line, and he said, man, when this Call of Duty Modern Warfare game comes out, it's going to blow Halo out of the water. And I laughed. I, ah. was, laugh- I was laughing at it because I, la- I thought – Nothing's gonna beat Halo, and I'm like, what? What makes Call of Duty Modern Warfare so special? The last three haven't beat Halo, and then it comes out and it it becomes the biggest game ever, even bigger than in a sense, in a sense, bigger than Halo. Yeah, seriously, it's crazy. Yeah, and I I just and I I totally respect people who like Call of Duty more. For me, it never gripped me the way Halo did. Yeah, but the same can be said. There's people who like Call of Duty who never got into Halo, so you know it's just different different uh, opinions and different things that appeal to us. So yeah, I mean it was crazy. Yeah, back in the day, there was always the Halo versus Call of Duty war. Yeah, and I of course was always on Halo. So yeah, there was a bunch of fun arguments, like like fun arguments between the two. But I think you know I was able to enjoy both, but definitely Halo for me. Like I, I just can't do Call of Duty too much. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if you had the same situation as me, but it'd be like you'd go over to a friend's house or something, and you'd be like, like there'd be several friends, and everyone. I'm like, let's play Halo, and everyone, everyone's like. We want to play Call of Duty. Like, I'm like the only yeah. guy who wants to play Halo. And I'm like, oh, come on. Like, and they're just like, ah, oh, Halo's so last year or whatever. <laughs> like, oh, come on. You know? Yeah, but, seriously. Uh, so, uh, what, TJ, what is your, and maybe you've said it before, you probably have, what was your very first exposure ever to Halo, period? I'd love to hear that story. Yeah, so it was like way back in uh, 2003, 2004 when my dad got it on his uh, PC. Mm. Um, So my personal experience with Halo started on PC, which is really ironic because now they're re-releasing Halo on PC, which is super cool. Yep. Um, But yeah, I remember I was super young. I was like six or something, maybe seven. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) I remember just watching it, and and we had the demo first, so... The, the only two missions or things on there were uh, the Silent Cartographer um, and Blood Gulch map uh, for multiplayer. So for a good six or seven months, it was mostly just me replaying the Silent Cartographer and then good just playing Blood Gulch until my eyes bled. <laughs> yeah. That's the best mission and map to give you. If you're going to give one of each, though, I mean, come on, that's pretty good. For- I, I You really can't top it. I mean, if you want to show somebody... What is Halo? You pull those two out and boom, you know. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Yeah, so did you so you did you then after you played the demo, did you eventually get it on PC the full game or Yeah, so we about 7 months later, we finally got the full game on PC after pleading to my parents that we could get it. Um and yeah, that is what we played for the next 2 or 3 years. Mm. Um, just Halo on the computer. I didn't even have an Xbox at the time, but I was obsessed with it. Just obsessed. Yeah. And That's so cool that there were the option was there to play PC. I mean, I've heard more. You're not the first person I've heard who said they played the PC version first. So 
I know, and it's crazy. And you know, you'll see online there's the comparisons to the three, like the original Xbox to the PC version. And I've like never noticed any of that before. So yeah. I'm like, I'm playing the MCC version. I'm like, oh, well, I'm used to it, so it's cool, and I love it. I, I feel like I feel like uh, uh, <laughs> late night gaming's choking right now after you said that. <laughs> It's like, true. It's he's so like, funny. Like you said, you said you didn't know there was differences, and he's going. He's probably had a drink, and he's like, <laughs> just spit it all over the room. He's like, "What do you mean? Look at these energy shields. They're different colors." I know. I was like, I, I, I didn't know you could do that. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. No. Yeah, I, I love, I love, I love late night gaming. It's, it's funny because he's the dude who's on top of like those three gra- those three blades of grass were not there in the Xbox version. And it's true, the and I, I love the guy. He's a, he's a good friend of mine. But it's it's always really funny to go see him go on rants about it. It's, it actually makes me super happy to see somebody so passionate about it just going for, for sure. It. I mean, he's bringing it. Now people didn't know before what was missing, and he's now we do. <laughs> so, now we do. That's for sure. Yeah, I sure yeah. I didn't know before him. So yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> uh, like when I heard Cap- uh, Commander Keys, Captain Keys didn't have the same face. I was like, what? I know, right? And I look at it, I'm like. Whoa! Yeah, you know like, it, it is different. different. It's like it's 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 similar enough, but it's also different. It is, and luckily, it, it still doesn't bug me all these years later. Yeah, but I I would like to see the Xbox version return if it looks better. But. Yeah, same here for sure. Um, so so to the main topic at hand, when Halo Three was coming out, did you were you like prepared to get that right when it came out, or were you too young? Did you have a three sixty? Like, what was going on for you then? So I remember when Halo 3 was coming out, but I didn't actually get a 360 or a Halo 3 until about a year later in 2008 Christmas. Okay. But uh, I remember the hype surrounding it and all my buddies talking about it um, back then. Um, and I was still on my PC, happy as could be. But yeah, I remember just saving up money until late 2008 to buy the 360. And I got Halo 2 with it, so I played through that. And then for Christmas, um, my parents got me the Halo 3 Legendary Edition, which was huge for me. I I was flipping out. But uh, I remember, I I don't even think I had finished Halo 2 when we got that. And I just like skipped the ending of Halo 2 just to jump into it because I was so excited. Um, And I I still remember just like, oh, wait, 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 what's going on? I I should go back and replay that. But I I was like two missions in. I was like, I'm having too much fun. This is fantastic. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the hype, man. I get it. That's so cool. You got the the legendary edition of that. I'm still I'm still scouring the internet for the helmet because I want to really? own the helmet myself. And either people want too much money for it, or I can get it at a good price, but it's like scratched and dented, and I don't really want that. So yeah, agreed. Yeah, I, I'm very thankful that my parents have encouraged me to just chase this Halo dream, and um, and I hope you get your hands on a good quality helmet for sure. I'll I'll, I'll take a look around too, see what I can do to help. Well, I appreciate that, man. Feel free to let me know. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so did you, are you saying that you played Halo 2 for the first time on 360? I did. Yeah. That's very I never cool, owned man. an original Xbox. Wow. I mean, that makes sense with, see, cause I, I can kind of relate to that. I did own an original Xbox, but basically when Halo Combat, so when Halo Combat Evolved came out, I was nine and I, everybody was talking about it. And I thought, because I was a Nintendo fanboy at the time, I thought Microsoft doesn't deserve to be making a console and Halo probably isn't that good. People are just saying it's good because it's Microsoft. And and then, it was, so I didn't really pay much attention. And then one day, I told the story before, so I'm not going to tell the whole thing. I won't bore people. 
a friend of mine got Halo 2. He didn't really want it. He just wanted it for his collection. He didn't really want to play it. So I asked him if I could play it right when he got it. He's like, yeah, sure. So he just let me play it. And I, I was just like, yeah, sure, I'll try it out. And the first mission was really fun. The cutscenes were really cool. And then I got to the outskirts and I got in the Warthog for the first time. And then I got to Metropolis and saw the Scarab and I boarded the Scarab. And by the time I was done boarding the Scarab, I was like, this is the best video game I have ever played. Right? Oh my gosh, that Scarab mission though. Yeah, because oh I, I was like, there's no way they're going to let me. I wonder if I can jump down on top of this thing. And I jump off that bridge onto the Scarab and, and I'm on the Scarab while it's moving and I'm fighting elites. And I, my mind is just blown. And I'm like, and it's because I was such a Nintendo fanboy. And I literally came home that day and I told my brother, my little brother, I said, Halo 2 is the best video game I've ever played. It is the best. I said, every game you've ever played sucks compared to this game. <laughs> and it took like eight months before my brother got to play it. But the day my brother played it, he looked at me and he was like, you're right. It's the best game ever. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Halo 2. And I know so many people still consider it the, their favorite. It's my favorite, um, for sure. Is it your favorite? Yeah. Yeah. That, yes. It's so good. I mean, just the memories of that game. It really is a very close toss-up. I really, I'm not, I'm not one of those people that, I'm not shocked by anyone having a particular favorite. I think, while I do personally agree with the sentiment that Halo 5's narrative was weaker Mm -hmm. than than normal, um, I think Halo 5 has enough within it to make it a favorite also. Um, The multiplayer is insanely awesome. The gameplay is great. There's, There's a lot of fun moments in the campaign. Um, so I, I, I even, I get that as well. Um, but I think the ones you see most commonly are, what's really cool actually is I think you see Halo 4 being called people's favorites about as commonly as the Bungie titles now. Yeah, I agree. I've really seen a huge incline on Halo 4's popularity. Yeah. And for me, it's always a toss up between 3, 2, and 4 because they're just so fantastic. I love them. Yeah, when I originally asked you what your favorite Halo was, you were like, well, I think right now it's 3. Like, you kind of made it seem like it's a good chance you could get, you could change your mind later. It does. Uh, It changes all the time. I'll be honest. All the time. What do you think the chances are infinite it could be your number one? Oh, very high. Very high. Could be cool, Um, man. I, I mean, I'm one of those people who just gives into the hype. And if I'm excited yeah. for the game, I will just bulldoze through it for weeks. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm excited. I'm just so stoked for Infinite. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, I was definitely, I, I definitely get hyped a lot still. I would say 20, now it might not be for the reasons people are, are going to think, but 2015, I kind of got humbled a bit and and, and I haven't been as, as hype driven as I used to be because in 2015, there was three big games that I was looking forward to and all three disappointed me in some way. It was Batman Arkham Knight, which is really good. Yeah. But uh, I felt it was weaker for several reasons. I won't get into all that. But a lot of, a lot of Batmobile. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then uh, Halo 5, which, like I said, the narrative disappointed me. Mm-hmm. And then Fallout 4, which was also a great game. Like, all three of these games, coincidentally, are great games. But Fallout 4, I don't know if you're a Fallout fan, but it just felt very, uh, I don't know, kind of mainstream-y. It, it streamlined. It didn't feel as RPG-esque, yeah. you know? Yeah, I totally feel that. It was a lot more for the common folk, which actually kind of got me into Fallout, but still. That's what, that's what's great, too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. uh, but yeah, so Halo 3, uh, the hype for Halo 3 was unreal. Um, did you ever drink any of that game fuel when it, back when it was out? You know, I missed my chance to Ooh. do it. It makes me you so can, sad. You could buy a can off eBay, but I've heard people puke if they drink it now. You know, about yeah, 12, it, 12 some years past expiration. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, if I if I ever bought one, and I was actually thinking about it the other day, I never like drink it. I just put on display because I still have the Halo 4 Mountain Dew cans mm. uh, display. You did get to drink that then. 
Oh yeah, I I had like four cases every week. It was bad. Yeah. It was really bad. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so cool if they just did Game Fuel again for Infinite this year. Oh please, please hype! It just yeah. bring in the hype. Drink I mean, Mountain Dew is my favorite drink, and oh my gosh, Halo Infinite with that, I I would yeah. I would freak out. My mind would explode again. There you go. <laughs> I would love it, man. Uh, yeah. So. Halo 3, do, do you think you've personally, and, and if you have, I want you to say it, like this isn't a setup or anything, um, have you ever seen a game with as much hype as Halo 3? I would what, say... What comes close for you, or, or is more, maybe? Like like for me, or what I've seen for other people? General gaming. General gaming? Yeah. I would say probably Fortnite has, has a similar hype level, but and Halo 2 as well. That was, Those were both huge back yeah. in the day. I think you're right about Fortnite, but in a yeah. different way. I think oh, yeah. I think Fortnite. I mean, Fortnite is like the biggest game to ever exist, kind of in a way. Pretty much, yeah. Um, but it's it's less of there really wasn't a build up to its to Fortnite coming out. It was more of a afterwards. Yeah. Every kid started dancing, you know. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, what I love about Halo 3's hype way back in the day is that it was so deserved from the previous two en- uh, entries in the series. And you were building up to this epic conclusion, and it, like everybody was going crazy about it. I mean, I never, I hadn't even have an Xbox 360, and I knew exactly what Halo 3 was, and it, it was just a crazy time. Everybody was talking about it, even the Call of Duty fanboys back in the day, yeah, who who would argue with me about Halo, but they were like, "Oh my goodness, this is fantastic!" So yeah, it just felt like it was everybody was talking about it at the time, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was huge. I mean, you saw them like news reports and stuff. Yeah. And, just displayed everywhere in like Walmart. It, it was insane. Yeah, I, I said it. I said it recently in my 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 uh, Halo means to me video. But like, I my I hyped Halo three for so long. My parents agreed to let me skip school for that game release. Really? Uh, knowing, yeah, knowing it was for a game. My mom because I was fifteen, so my, it was rated M. So my mom actually took me to the midnight launch, sat in the car, and I waited in line. And then she came in so I could get it, and then I got to skip school the next day. I actually sat – when I got home, I popped it in. I sat and played the campaign at the end without stopping. And then I went to bed at 7 a.m., and I was miserable. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> Seriously, I, I mean, a game like that, you just got to. And it's so cool that your your parents let you pay, uh, stay home and play all the way through and skip the day. I mean, that's 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 truly special. I've, I've mentioned that – most people think that's cool. I've mentioned to some people where they're like – well, you must not have very good parents if they let you skip school for a video game. And I'm like, you know, the thing is, my parents weren't letting me skip school for any little thing all the time. Yeah. This was like a, our son has an unreasonable amount of passion for this thing, and he asked months ahead of time, we'll let him have a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And, it, and it's really cool. cool that they do that. They, they're really helping push your passion forward, and that's what I'm super thankful with. Yeah. Um, with my parents as well, with Halo 4 and 5's launch. And I think ODSTs, too. Very cool, man. Very cool. Uh, so for, for Halo 3, what is your standout favorite mission? The Covenant, for sure. I figured you'd say the Covenant. It's the Covenant, right? I mean, come it, on. <laughs> it, it features everything in a Halo game that you want. I mean, you got your Warthog runs, your tank runs, Flood, Covenant, air vehicles. It's just ridiculous how much two it's crammed into one mission. Yeah. I repeat, two scarabs. <laughs> <laughs> two scarabs. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting chills just thinking about that moment. I love that moment. 
Every time I try, I play that level, I try to look up and see where they come from, but I can't, like, get the camera to go up high enough. They just kind of, like, by the time I see them, they're falling down. Like, I can't, obviously, they just kind of pop out of nowhere, but I yeah. can't get myself to see it. I always try, <laughs> you know? Oh, really? Yeah, I always try to get enough over so I can see them land because, like, the black marks are already there. So sometimes you're quick enough to see like the black right before it hits. Oh, okay. But it's still such a cool explosion when they hit and the snow goes yeah. everywhere. You're like, well, that's so. And cool. this is like, what is it? 13 years old. I mean, it's crazy, crazy what they were able yeah. to do back then. Yeah, like obviously, uh, you know, games look a lot prettier than than Halo Three in 2020. But of course, you still get. I mean, first of all, I'll say pretty much no game comes out nowadays that it has as much to do as Halo 3, as big of a feature suite, you know? Um, and then on top of that, like, yeah, the 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 things you're able to do in the campaign, you know, you just felt so free to do everything. And yeah. it's kind of like, you know, Bungie, Bungie talked about that back in the day. Like, they wanted you to be able to do the badass stuff in the game. Like, they didn't want to show it to you in a cutscene. They wanted you to be able to do it. Um, so that was definitely Halo 3. There was so much yeah. badass stuff you could do in the game. I mean, the single world that I word that I would define Halo Three as is just epic, because everything you're doing is so bombastic and over the top. It's so cool, and like you said, with there being so much content packed into one game, that's something that I always consider when I say Halo Three is probably my favorite. Yeah, just because you could get so much entertainment with your friends or by yourself, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, like personally, if I was like if I was ranking the Halos, Halo Three is my third favorite. But if anyone ever asked me what's the best overall Halo, I always choose Three mm -hmm. because yeah. w one one I feel like has the most concrete campaign, mm -hmm. and two I feel like has the best multiplayer and also a really good story. Um, you know, and then Four has a really good story. Five has really good multiplayer. You know, Reach kind of has a Reach has a really good uh, feature suite as well. Mm -hmm. ODST is obviously lacking purposely in, in its features, but the firefight's really good and stuff. So it's just it's easy for me to go to Halo Three because I'm like Halo Three. You have Forge, Theater, all those multiplayer maps. It's a great campaign, four player co op. It's got everything. Yeah, it hits all the high marks in every department that it has, four in my opinion, at least. <laughs> um, so for for Halo Three. Now I always I kind of ask this I ask this question with Josh sometimes and it, it makes it kind of hard but I'm like what's your favorite character in Halo Three if I say you can't choose Arbiter Cortana or Chief? <laughs> oh man! Because it would definitely be one of those three. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, thinking about that off the top of my head, I would have to say either Lord Hood or Johnson. Now I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Lord Hood. I think uh, Ron Perlman who uh, voices him. Yeah. He's got such a cool voice, and I love his speech that he does before they jump through the portal to the Ark. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, it's one of my favorite speeches ever, actually. So I would probably say Lord Hood would be my favorite out of out of my choices there. <laughs> Lord Hood's very awesome. I'm surprised, I'm surprised that we haven't seen him in four or five, in like Halo 4 or 5. I thought for I sure know. he'd be in one of those because he's still – and I'm pretty sure he's still doing things in, like, the comics and stuff. Yeah. But not in the game. Maybe we'll see him in Infinite. Yeah, um, hopefully. That'd be cool. Yeah, I really liked his, uh, his, uh, just, I mostly think of Halo 2 when I think of Hood. He was good in 3 as well, but, you know, he's the one who asks, Chief, mind telling me what you're doing? And, you know, sir, finishing this fight, and, yeah, yeah. sir, permission to leave the station? For what purpose? Giving the Covenant back their bomb? I mean, thank you, Hood, for being able to play off of Chief. Right. You know? Seriously, he's what sets up some of Chief's greatest lines ever. 
Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> um, I think if I was to answer that question, I think I would probably pick, if I can't pick the main three, I'm probably going to go with, um, and I always can't say his Sanghealy name properly, but I'm going to go with Half Jaw. Oh, yeah, like, because, I think it's Ratas. Rita- yeah, Ratas Vadum or something like Vadum that. Vadum or something. I, I don't know. But, but he's yeah, like, he's such a good character. He's got the line with, uh, as I'm paraphrasing, it's like, uh, our, our journey is through the portal with the fleet and the bastard truth. And you're just like, oh, yes. Oh, he's so, so epic. Cool. And it's, uh, we're we're our number three to one. And it's like, then we're at a, it's, a, it's an even fight even or something. Fight, yeah. <laughs> so cool, man. Um, so when you first played Halo 3, what were your thoughts on the ending of the game? Were you satisfied? Were you, like, shocked? I was terrified, actually. Um, for a few reasons, I'll explain why. Because when, when you're driving the Warthog through the exploding ring, I was like, is this the end of Chief and Arbiter? Yeah. And, and back in the day, that was, like, freaking me out. Um, and I actually didn't know for, like, a few years that Halo 3 had a post credit scene. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that for a few years until, like, maybe when that Halo first Halo 4 trailer came out. Um, that's when I figured that out. But I thought, like, Halo was over forever after that. I thought Chief was pretty much dead. So it blew your mind when you watched the after credit scene. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, somebody was telling me. Because I was like, oh, they can't make another Halo 4. Master Chief is dead or something. Or lost. And then someone was like, uh, TJ, you need to see this. And, and I watched it. I was like, what? <laughs> it, it was crazy. It blew my mind. But for a while, it terrified me because I, I thought that was the end of my favorite series ever. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember, you know, like I said, I played it all one in one sitting and I got to the end and it, and it, it like, you know, it shows the ending where like the arc's exploding and like Chiefs with Cortana and the pedestal and then it goes kind of blacks out and goes to like Lord Hood giving the speech and you see the camera pan over 117 at the like funeral stuff yeah. and I'm like and then the game ends and I'm like there's no he can't be dead is he dead like there's no they wouldn't kill him without showing him die would they and I and I'm just watching the credits and the credits and the credits and I'm like there's please be something after the credits please it's actually amazing that I kind of wondered that because you got to think, 2007, that was before we got our first Marvel Studios movie. So watching for a scene yeah. after the credits wasn't something you were supposed to know. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? uh, but then it did. It showed after the credits, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh, she's alive. Thank God. And then, of course, being a 15-year-old, like today, I would, if I was playing Halo 3 for the first time today, I would see the ending of Halo 3, and I'd say, wow, that is a beautiful, perfect ending. You know, Chief goes back to sleep. He says, wait me when you need me. But back then as a kid, I'm like... Wait me when you need me. I'm like, is there going to be a Halo 4? When can I play Halo 4? Like, I need to know now. And then little did I know, it was going to be, I was going to be 20 years old and be five years later before they made Halo 4, you know? Jeez. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, yeah, seeing it now, it's like poetry. You start the journey and waking up in a cryopod, you ending it, sleep, going to sleep in one. Yeah. It really is poetry. And I, and I love the ending now, but back in the day, oh my goodness, that, that was... <laughs> that was right. scary. Uh, uh, so, TJ, what would you say is give me something you like that Bungie does better than 343 and give me something you think 343 does better than Bungie. Okay. Um, I think overall uh, the what Bungie does better than 343 with Halo was probably just the base gameplay. 
I do prefer just just how it, how it, I guess flows. Okay. Um, you know, with map control, um, and, and the way when when you're not like trying to get through the map as fast as you can, you're really able to slow down, smell the roses, and I've always really appreciated that, especially in a uh, Halo Two. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Especially during Halo 2, there's a lot of moments near the end of the game where you just walk around and you can just see so much, which you really you normally probably wouldn't do if you were sprinting through the whole campaign. Yeah. Um, not that I don't like sprint, I, I like it. But I, I just really like the approach that Bungie took with the the weapons and the, uh, the, the map knowledge carrying your skill. Um, but one thing I think 343 does better than Bungie is how they handle the uh, the external lore and things outside of the games, um, whether it be Halo Outposts or how many comics and books we've gotten since they've taken over. Yeah. Um, even Halo Legends and some live-action features has been just amazing. It's been a dream, really. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really like what Bungie does um, with the standard bit gameplay. And and definitely the flood. I really like the flood. So I, I really like that. How much they focus on that in the original trilogy. Yeah, I think I think you you really hit it on the, the nail on the head there with the like. Here's let me give you like a, a little a little quick story about. I went to a GameStop one time and I, I, there was this local. This was back when I used to go to Minute Launchers all the time and I used to I used to be a fan of GameStop. I really don't not too big of a fan of them now, but I used yeah. to be and. Uh, I knew all the guys that worked there, and the assistant manager I was talking to him about. I was like, "Do you like Halo?" And he's like, "Yeah, I like Halo." And I'm like, "Okay, but obviously you got something else to say." And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well," he said, um, "You know, I feel like they had." He's like, "I feel like Bungie had this amazing universe with so many places they could go." And he's like, he takes his hands and he puts them close, and he's like, "I feel." He's like, "I feel like they had." this much room to do things with it, like infinite amounts of room to do things with it. And he's like, I think, I feel like they did this much. He put his hands really close together. Mm. Like basically what he was saying is he felt like by the end of Halo 3, like amazing universe, amazing characters, you know, lore and all that, but he just didn't feel like they did much with it. Um, And I think that was a fair sentiment that he had. And I think, I think that's when 343 came in and they're, you know, they're a group of fans. I mean, they're obviously very talented developers, but they also came there because they wanted to work on Halo. I think they said we want to make this universe what it was always intended to be. It's it's something that is on the level of Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, whatever. It's a very very unique universe, and I think that's done mostly good things for them. I think some of the negative things that have been that's done for them is like they focus so much on that that you had the instances of people playing games like four and five and not knowing certain Agreed. things yeah. because it's outside of the game. So they got maybe a little too ambitious with that. But at the same time, if you look at the way they've shepherded the universe compared to Bungie, and I have so much respect for Bungie because Bungie yeah. just wanted to make kick-ass games, and that's really all they cared about. But you can see how they kind of just threw caution to the wind when it came with extended lore and stuff. But 343 is very, like, intentional about that, you know? Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, and I, like, I totally respect Bungie, and I love everything they've done for Halo. But, yeah, one of the things that was always interesting to me is, like, how they handled external sources um, and lore, and they kind of just brushed it off. But they always focus on making their games as good as they can. Yeah. Even if they're trying to make it as badass as possible, you know, there's always some kind of respect for the story and where that was going. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, one of 343's reoccurring flaws through their games is that they do uh, require some knowledge from the extended universe, um, especially in Halo 5. And I think that's where a lot of people got thrown off with it. Where, like, I was caught up with the lore at the time, so I knew kind of everything. Yeah. And then my buddies didn't, and they were like, what's going on? Um, but yeah, I hope that's something they can improve off in the future. But yeah, I think you definitely nailed it on the head there as well. Yeah, I think, I feel bad. I feel like Halo 4 gets, I feel like they get too much crap for Halo 4. I think Halo 4 is, you can understand it pretty well without extended material. I think mm-hmm. obviously you gain a lot if you read the Forerunner trilogy. Yes, agree. But I don't think it's so much needed. But then you get to Halo 5, and not only is there all these characters like Holly Tanaka, Olympia Vale, you know, Locke and all this stuff. But there's also the fact that Halo 5 just opens with a mission of you playing as four people. And you have, unless you played ODST, you don't know who any of them are. And if you have played ODST, you know Buck. But then you don't know why Buck's a Spartan or why he's there. So I feel like Halo 5 is really the one where a lot of content was was needed. And I almost feel like, and me and Josh have talked about this, I, I almost feel like even though I did know all the extended material, the way everything came across in five, it just felt like they were throwing a lot at you rapidly. Yeah, you know seriously. What I mean? So, and I, you know, and that's a very good point. They did throw a ton at you, and then they kind of just briefly went over things that were probably pretty important to the story. Yeah, but I, I really appreciate Halo Five because they just went for some super ambitious, and yeah. it, even though there were some creative decisions, I know. I personally didn't agree with and some things that I know a lot of people didn't like either. I think it's a really good learning curve um, for 343 to, to, you know, what works with players, what doesn't work with players. And I think going forward, um, Halo 5 is really going to be that nail um, and that what they've learned from Halo 5 is really going to push them forward and give us some really good content going forward. Yeah, it definitely feels like if it wasn't for Halo 5 and the reception we would have had a very different timeline. Agreed. You know, we're, we're five years deep now almost, and we haven't got a new Halo game yet. We're about to, the end of this year, with Halo mm-hmm. Infinite. But between the fact that it took them five years and we've seen what they're going for with Infinite, kind of this return to form, a, a mixture of styles, keeping it simple, I think that's very much because of the reception they got from 5. Because so, if 5 had came out, everyone was like, yeah, it was pretty good. I liked it. it, was, it you know, I yeah. liked the story. It was good. We probably would have already played Halo 6 two years yes. ago. You know what I mean? We were probably getting announced before Halo 7 this E3. Yeah, exactly. That, it's crazy, but I'm very thankful for that. I think, you know, taking a step back and reassessing where to go with the yeah. with the series was it was a pretty good thing and I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. I uh I think I think 343 is I've said this before, and some people think it's kind of crazy, but I, I think it's the best case scenario for Halo going forward. Agreed. Because you had really had three options. You had Bungie kept it, which if which they didn't want to do Halo anymore. So if they had kept it just in their back in their, their history and they just didn't touch it, I guess that wouldn't be a bad a bad thing mm-hmm. either because it would have been good and it would have just stayed good and been done. Yep. But we want more, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's the negative there. The other option would have been Microsoft could have just started farming out the IP to every developer that they could get their hands on. Gearbox, you know, Activision, Infinity Ward, everybody could have made their own Halo, and we could have had a very inconsistent quality, you know, all over the place. But instead they said, hey, let's make a internal development studio 
that's going to solely make Halo games and focus on Halo. And the people who come to work there are going to be fans of Halo, people that love Halo. So I think we really have the best option there. Um, and, um, man, what was I going to say? There was something I was really about to, I was going to land that plane on something. Um, but, oh yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know, I, I've been hearing this sentiment since Halo 4, like when Halo 4 came out, people didn't like it. I heard people say the next Halo better be good or I'm done with it forever. And then Halo yeah. 5 came out and people, and some people didn't like it and they go, the next Halo better be good or I'm done forever. And now I'm seeing people again with Infinite, they're saying, the next Halo better be good or I'm done forever. You know, I think, and I, I've learned this myself, I think, you know, when you when Halo runs in your blood and you're a ha- hardcore Halo fan, you know, you're never really gone, you know? It's like, yeah. like a Spartan. It's like, you're never really dead. You're just yeah. missing in action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. You'll be, you'll be there for the next game. And yeah. it's really interesting because when Halo 4 launched and for the next several years, I actually wasn't really online much so i actually had no idea that there was a backlash for halo 4 Mm. so jumping on twitter and uh a little bit before halo 5 came out and 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 interacting with people it was very interesting to me to see so many different opinions about it um but I, i i think that's actually one of the good things as well having such a variety of opinions going forward for this game and Yet they're still here. Everybody's still here. We're looking forward to Infinite, and I think that's a really good good thing. I really like that. Yeah, for sure. Now, I know this is kind of taking an off topic for a minute, but I want to ask this before I forget. And I, I feel like people who know you better than I do probably already know the answer to this. But so where where did you kind of get the, uh, you know, when I first got on the Twitter and I saw your, your Twitter profile, I was like, this guy is like, he's got a grunt picture. His name's Grunt. So... Where did you? Where did your love for Grunt start? Where did that name come from? Do you have a story with that, or just kind of? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. It's actually a, it's kind of a funny story. Um, so th- that name came up back when I had the uh, the Halo Combat Evolved demo. I always call myself the Grunt because I always love the Grunts. Mm-hmm. But but the thing about it, I actually never knew their name for quite a while. Um, but I always laugh when they would say their little snickering and like kill and stuff like that. Yeah. I always laugh that loud and I still do. Um, but a few years later they were coming out with Halo 3 action clicks and I, and I got one of the orange runs, the grunt miters. And that's how I found out the name. And I was like, that's a cool name. I'm running with it. Um, so ever since I've always been calling myself grunt, but in 2008, when I was making my Xbox 360 profile, the number 4,500 had been something that popped up in my life a lot. I mean, I think it was my scout group number back in the day. Okay. It was the freeway exit 4,500 that I got off to go to my cousins, and that's where we always played Halo, like, all the time. Mm, that's awesome. Um, they did have the original Xbox, so we went and played, like, Halo Combat Evolved on there every once in a while. Um, and then I don't know if you guys have, like, seen the original Transformers movie, but... I think the Decepticon Blackout, the helicopter in that movie, on the tail wing, it's 4500X, and that was my favorite Decepticon in that movie. Um, So it kind of just carried with me in my head, and I was asked to create a profile, I was like, oh, 4500 is pretty sick, so I'll I'll put that down. Um, That's awesome, man. Yeah, and then ever since, I've always been obsessed with the Grunt lore, the Grunt designs. I, I think they're some of the best designed aliens, period. 
Um, and I always get really excited when I when I see a new grunt design or something like Can that. Can you imagine a Halo game without a grunt? Oh, um, I can't. I can't. I can't. I really can't. I'd be really disappointed if we didn't get. I any feel like grunt. that'd be a stab to the heart for you. If it was. Oh, it would. It would crush me. I would. I would <laughs> lay in my bed and just like, how how could you betray me? <laughs> I love yeah. them. Oh my goodness. The grunts are fantastic. Uh, I I love. It always, it blew my mind the first time I, I you know that Easter egg grunt on the final mission of the first Halo, um, which there's one in three as well. Yeah. But the one the first Halo, I was just like, what if you get off the Warthog and you walk down this tunnel, there's like a grunt that's gonna talk to you. Like, it just to me like my my child mind was like, that's that's that gets incredible. yeah say that i that that grunt in particular was a huge inspiration for me just because of how hard i laughed at that and i would watch that over and over and over again whenever i i I could um as same with the halo 3 grunt that's that's really something that really just uh pushed forward for me was uh seeing the halo 3 talking grunt um uh it still makes me laugh today and it really reinforced that, oh, yes, I love grunts. I want to stay with this grunt name and just move forward with it. And that's where I am now. <laughs> that's awesome, man. People know you for it, so I'd say you did a good job. <laughs> Gotta love my grunts. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What are your thoughts on the um, Halo Infinite Toy Fair grunt style? I really like it overall. It, it, it kind of threw me off at first. I was like, is that the Halo 5 grunt with the Halo 3 like armor design? But seeing it up close, I like every day. I like it more. I yeah. really like the details on it. I love the new orange mask instead yeah. of it just being like black and uh, chrome. I really like that they added like black and orange and stuff like that. And I really like. It really does feel like a, a traditional grunt with like new details and stuff. And I'm always for new versions of grunts as well. So I'm actually really happy with it. Yeah, it was uh, it was cool to see. Anything from Infinite, really. I think yeah, they, that's could, true. they could show us like a, a new picture of Chief's boot, and we'd be like, oh, man, what does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I remember looking at it, like, wow, those are some nice boots. Yeah. And I'm not even kidding about that. I was like, oh, those are sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's ridiculous, but I Yeah, love it. I wonder. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting time, man. Uh, we, we, knew, we knew we were going to get information about Infinite at E3, we're hoping we get something before, but we knew for sure E3, but now there's the whole thing with is E3 going to be canceled or not? And it's like, you know, if it's canceled, are we going to get like a 343 like direct video or, mm-hmm. you know, it just, I don't know. It's a crazy time and everybody's chomping at the bit for more infinite information. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm a little nervous about that, about E3 being canceled, but I, I do have good faith that... Even if it's canceled, we'll be getting the the same amount of Halo information one way or another. Whether they do just a separate Xbox event or um, Halo does or Three for Three does one of those live streams and they just show off Halo Infinite through there. Um, so I, I don't know. I think we'll see something around the same time of E3, regardless if it's at E3 or not. Yeah, I know. I agree with you 100. Um, percent I see. Are you wearing your Halo Outpost Discovery jacket? I am. I love this. I love this thing so much. That's awesome, man. See, I uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, I was talking to Mike. He goes by Hungry Bear. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. I know him. Yeah. And uh, I was talking to him, uh, and he said that, um, you know, because he went to Outpost Discovery as well, and he said, 
after everyone went out to Outpost Discovery, you started seeing on Twitter all these like new uh, accounts and, and podcasts and you know different types of Halo accounts cropping up, like because it generated a lot of hype and stuff. Yeah. And, and uh, I think he was kind of alluding to you know that's because that's when we came in as well. But uh, the funny thing is, Josh and I we didn't get to go. We didn't go to Outpost Discovery. Um, and we just started this because we felt like it and it wasn't, had nothing to do with it, which is crazy. Cause I think yeah. the timing is pretty dead on, but, um, uh, and we were hoping, we're hoping we can go to, uh, whenever the next one is, if, if another one ever exists, which I'm sure it will probably next year, yeah. we will be there. Um, but, uh, what was the, what was the most exciting thing about Outpost Discovery for you? Wow, for me, it was uh, meeting all the amazing developers at 343, as well as Steve Downs and Jen Taylor. Um, I'm sorry. That's fine. It it was really a great honor going through and shaking hands with so many people who are working on and are in charge with uh, my favorite franchise. Um, And just talking to them, learning about them, and and seeing the amount of patience. a passion in one room as well as being in the that room with so many halo fans and just making friends and stuff um i made uh, like man i gotta say like 10 or 15 friends over there that i just talked to and now we talk on twitter every day that's so um, cool it, it really was a magical experience and man I, I would love to do it again and i'd love to go to more and just meet so many new halo fans i think it's so cool that 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 happened yeah, it was just it was really cool. Yeah, that's that's why I really liked about the the Halo means to me video you sent over because you you really touched on that. You're like how you know Halo has has brought so many friendships. You know, you kind of yeah. network with these people and then they stick around. And it's like you met because of a passion of Halo, but then now you're just friends. You might be talking about something else, but it's because of Halo that you're friends, yeah. uh, which is so cool. Did you? I think I saw. I think I might have saw a picture once of you from Outpost Discovery. Your wife went with you, right? Yes, yeah, she did. Did she now? Is she just is she like a cool wife that supports you, or does she actually like Halo? Uh, she's a bit of both. Uh, she doesn't like necessarily playing it as much, but she she's really interested in like the story and the lore of it. So we'll like watch the movies together, and I'll show her the comic books. But yeah, she's she's been really supportive and um, letting me go to these events and coming with me and supporting me. Yeah, very grateful to have her uh, helping me out with this and uh, just being there. Yeah. That's that's so cool, man. Yeah, I asked you because now my my wife, she played through Halo 1 with me. She had fun, like, in the moment shooting yeah, aliens yeah. and stuff. But, you know, it didn't really grab her, which I don't, you know, I don't that's expect okay. someone yeah. to be, well, first of all, not everybody has to like Halo. But secondly, she's played Halo Combat Evolved in 2019 is when she played it. So it's kind of a older game. Um, her big games are, are uh, Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy. That's what she really likes. Oh, nice. Um, but so I, on one hand, I'd like her to play some more Halo and hopefully could get her into Halo. But at the same time, same way you you're, you described your wife, she's been very supportive and very helpful. The uh, sacred icon Halo uh, avatar with the hand and the index, she drew that. Oh, the, pic- wow. the picture of Josh and I, the cartoon picture of Josh and I at the top of our Twitter page, she drew that. Um, so... She's the uh, the artist behind Sacred Icon Halo, so she's been very supportive of that, and uh, yeah, I, I feel you there. That's that's just a cool way to. It's cool to have a, a wife that uh, you know. We, we we're lucky. We're lucky guys because yeah. every now and then you get the you get the wife that. Uh, you, why do you gotta play Halo all the time? That isn't that kind of silly, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. luckily we we don't have to deal with that. So, 
Yeah, I mean, your wife seems very talented. That I mean, just learning that she did that cover photo, the cartoons of you, of you guys there. That's really cool, and I'm I'm really happy that uh, she's helping you guys out. That's really cool. And I saw like those pins that you guys are coming yeah. out with. Yeah, those, those look so well. cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're hoping hoping to add more as time goes on, like T-shirts and stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't know what I do without her there. You know, I, I just I just happen to have so many good people in my in my network because she does the art and stuff and then i have a friend named caleb who does our intro theme to our podcast um which is really cool and i have a brother who did with the website and stuff so i got all these kind of hookups that's really cool and and you guys are doing great work by the way i love listening in and yeah i mean what you guys are doing is fantastic i I really appreciate it man that's uh, that just the encouragement helps you know just hearing that uh by the way i was gonna say uh you and John, what's his? Is it John? Yeah, it's right. John. Card. How do you say his last name? It's John Cardenas, I think. I I don't know. I, I apologize, uh, John, if you're listening. I, I can never <laughs> pronounce his last name. I no, that. that's I. I feel better then though. Uh, but you and John started uh, the. Is it Noble Core Gaming Podcast? Correct. Yeah, it's the Noble Core Podcast or Noble the Noble Core, Core Gaming Packet Podcast. It, yeah. <laughs> and that you started that what two months ago? Three. Yeah, we uploaded the first episode on the on the last day of January. So yeah, yeah, we just started it. And you guys kind of cover a slew of topics, right? Not just Halo. Yeah, I mean Halo's definitely our primary, but we we also talk about games that we enjoy um, outside of Halo. And right now we're really focusing in on uh, Doom and Half Life, seeing as they're both coming out with new entries this month, and we're super excited. So yeah, yeah. But again, we we are definitely mainly focused on Halo and. When Halo, more Halo Infinite stuff comes, it's it's going to be just crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, I assumed you focused heavily on Halo. I just, I think it's smart that you set it up the way you did because you have the ability to talk about other things. For Josh and I, the way we structure Sacred Icon Halo, people expect Halo only. So mm-hmm. if we want to talk about something that's not Halo, I don't know if you've seen this before, but we'll post an episode that it's not it's not an episode title. It'll say Oddball, and then we'll talk oh, about yeah. something else. Um, like we did, like when Rise of Skywalker came out, we did Oddball Rise of Skywalker, where we talked about Rise of Skywalker. But we look, we can you know look at the analytics for our podcast, and way less people tune in when we're not talking about Halo because Halo is the thing we're there for, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just like right now, you brought up um, you brought up Doom and Half Life. Uh, I'm a huge Doom fan. I was playing the original Dooms when I was a little kid, and then I actually liked Doom Three a lot. But then of course, Doom 2016 came out. And Doom 2016 blew my socks off and was – was now, I still – I think you saw my comment earlier today. The classics are my favorite still, but Doom 2016 to me is the perfect way to bring that classic feel into current day. I, I didn't disappoint me at all. And what's great is that I played that right when it came out. I was a big fan of Doom. But Josh, he never – he wasn't – he didn't play the original Dooms. He didn't play Doom 3. But he just played through Doom 2016 and beat it like yesterday, and he adored it, and he's picking up Eternal Day 1. Yes! I love to hear that. Yeah, so you know what would be really cool, actually? Now, you totally don't have to because you have your your own podcast, but I just realized this. Me and Josh were hoping to do a Doom Eternal, uh, like after we've played it for a couple days, like a First Impressions podcast or episode, like an oddball. Uh, so it might be cool to have you guest on there if you want to share your impressions of Doom Eternal. I would love to. I would absolutely love to. That would be great to have somebody else who's a, a big fan of that. So I, I'm stoked for Doom Eternal. Um, I'm definitely, well, I don't have the 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 
the venue to to bring the hype like you do because on sacred icon i usually only talk about halo but dude i am stoked for doom eternal so yeah oh it looks so good it's my second and most anticipated game of the year and you know if you always want to come on the show as well and just talk other games you're more than welcome to but yeah oh my goodness doom Very cool. looks wonderful i i i love i love half-life as well but i would say i guess i'd say i'm a more casual fan i, I really enjoyed half-life one and two i actually one's actually my favorite half-life okay. believe it or not that's actually really cool yeah i, I really just I, I felt half-life one felt like a, a doom um no i don't want to say doom i felt like a quake with a lot more story and it yeah. evolved but then half-life two because i think half-life one was done in no, it was Half-Life 1 was Source Engine. I don't know. Half-Life 1 felt very much like a Quake Doom game to me, where yeah. Half-Life 2 felt different. So I just really liked Half-Life 1. I actually loved the final boss of Half-Life 1, which I know it gets a lot of crap, but I just thought it was a really oh, yeah. cool final boss. It, it is so cool. Yeah, big, big alien <laughs> floating around. Big, big um, fetus in the air. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't have a VR or anything, so I, I don't plan to get Half-Life Alex necessarily, but okay. I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be opposed to it. If it comes out and everyone's like, this is amazing, I might get a VR headset for it. But anyways, I, I had to, I knew I had to go there with you on Doom and Half-Life a little bit. To bring it back to Halo, let's talk Infinite as our last topic for the for this podcast. This let's episode. do it, yeah. Halo Infinite. Um, so first of all, let's start off with what what did you think when you saw Halo Infinite's trailer from 2018? That's the one where we just saw like the Warthog and the Wildlife. What, what were your thoughts then, if you remember? Wow, yeah, that that was a crazy day because uh, yeah, that was the first showing at the Xbox E3, and I was expecting Halo to be the last. Mm. So I remember sitting there and watching it, and like, uh, this is probably Tomb Raider or something. So I started making myself some food, getting ready for the uh, for for Raider the show. Making time, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was making some like chili or something. I think it was chili, <laughs> and and I but I was still watching it, and, and the music started to swell a little bit, and I look over and I see some Marines, and I'm like. What, what what is this? This this can't be Halo. And then the the the, the mask pops up, the uh, Master Chief's helmet, and I, I'm not even kidding you at all. I dropped my bullet chili all over the floor, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and my wife's like freaking out. She's like, "TJ, are you okay?" I'm like, "Halo." <laughs> it was it blew me away, and ever you will since never then, make just, food during Tomb Raider again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, I really liked the Tomb Raider games, <laughs> but I was I was like. Uh, oh, okay, okay, cool, new Tomb Raider gun. Uh, I'm going to make some food so I can get ready for Halo. <laughs> it's just funny because I picture, I guarantee no one who, from, from uh, what is it, Crystal Dynamics is listening to this podcast, but if they were, they're like, oh, so okay, PJ <laughs> makes food during Tomb Raider, but when it's Halo, he drops the chili. <laughs> what can I say, man? I mean, I love I love the Tomb Raider games. Like, I, I, I absolutely do, but I'm sorry. When it comes to Halo, I mean, I am all ears. I'm with time. you, man. So, oh, now, now I know we're talking infinite, but I got to do this. I'm going to hurt you right now. Okay. If you can never play one of the three games, infinite, Half Life, Alex, or Doom Eternal, which one's going out? Can never. Play oh, I'm it. gonna, I'm gonna have to say Half Life, Alex, because uh, as much as I love VR, it does make me sick. Uh, so. I did try a roller coaster VR thing once, and it, it, I wasn't even up at the top of a hill, and I was starting to get sick. So I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, okay, so. <laughs> So then we fast forward to 2019 and we see the really cool pilot, you know, trailer uh, for Halo Infinite. Um, what did you think of that trailer last year? It was incredible. My my hype was just through the roof. I, I remember, so when that trailer came out, 
Um, I was actually working at Best Buy, and John was there too. Um, but I went back in the warehouse because that's where I work, um, and I saw the trailer just launched. So I threw in my headphones real quick, and I started watching it, and I'm just sitting there like shaking, like this is incredible. And I loved seeing the pilot's humanity and, and just the humanity there and present. Something that was kind of missing through Halo 5, but yeah. they're so strongly in 4. Yeah. Um, it really just toned it down. You know, you didn't need this epic trailer for the Halo game to look good. Um, and then I remember seeing Chief's new armor, and I was just like, perfect. Hmm. Perfect. I, I was super happy with it. Uh, hearing the Combat Evolved inspired music and the and the Halo, the broken Halo ring in the Vista. I mean, it was like returning home after being gone for so long. When because, when when he set Chief's armor down and it was really heavy on the uh, it set it down. That's I guarantee you drop a chili. <laughs> oh yeah, that that would have been like whoa. I mean, the weight of that thing. That's something that you haven't seen a ton in Halo. And I was just like. Yeah. That is such a cool attention to detail. Yeah, that's actually one of the most recent questions I asked on Sacred Icon Halo was about his armor and what people yeah. thought about it. And I, you know, I totally respect everyone's opinion. I think it's they're all valid. And actually, most of the people I've seen them put nine nine out of ten, ten out of ten, one one seven out of ten. <laughs> um, but for me, it's like you know, you can nitpick it, but man, that's just an awesome design. I mean, the, it is in infinite. I think it's great. I know me and Josh first saw it. We did not. We didn't like that he had a one one seven on his chest. We thought that. Yeah. We did. We thought that was not the greatest addition. But we've looked at it so many times now. We're starting to go. You know what? I, I kind of like it. It's not yeah, that bad. It, you know. It kind of works. Yeah, I was kind of the same thing. I'm like the the one one seven is kind of silly, but uh, you know, it's been almost a year now, and I'm like, yeah. if it it's it works. Yeah, because on one really hand, like it's it. like you know. We've seen in prior games, like when Chief shows up, people know who he is. I mean, it's freaking Chief. You don't need the 117. But at the same time, it's kind of a neat little, uh, you know, uh, fixture. And then, you know, that was in, um, like, uh, the package from Leg Halo Legends. And it, it kind of goes in with that stuff. And then also we're thinking, like me and Josh were talking about, if you happen to see other Spartan, notable Spartans on the battlefield, it'd be co it's cool if you could see their number as well. And if when you make your custom Spartan for multiplayer, if you can have your... You know, 4,500 right there. What yep, do you think about right that? Right there, baby. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, so one thing I always ask uh, guests when I have on is, if you could choose what you want to happen in Halo Infinite story selfishly, not what you think the community wants, not what you think it'll be, what you want, what, what vaguely or, or detailed, whatever you have, what kind of story would you, what do you want them to tell in Infinite? You know, I would really personally love to see the flood return, but bigger than before. What I what I really I, again selfishly, what I really would love to see is seeing this huge war between um, you know the UNSC, the Banished, whatever or Covenant, whatever whatever it is, Prometheans, and the Flood just going at a battle of the four armies. Mm. Um, <laughs> just just craziness going on. Just just pure like this is it. Um, I and I I would love that just to see, you know, the stakes go higher than they've ever been before. Um, to the part where activating the arc would be something in consideration because of how bad the flood outbreak is going. Yeah. Um, and I would also really love like with that to see the didact finally return. Um, yeah. Kind of like that concept art we've seen recently of the the broken didact with the cane and the cloak. Yeah, that was so um, cool. Oh, so cool. I would love to see that. And um, like, 
I don't mind Cortana being the main antagonist. I'm not huge about it, but, you know, I'll go with it. Mm-hmm. But I would still love to see, like, her being some kind of a clone or a bait for the chief to, to knock him down. But then the didact is the real person pulling the strings, and he's just using Cortana to to confuse the UNSC and, uh, and, and just kind of knock down the chief to get him out of the way so he could do what he needs to do. But that's just me. That, that, no, that's I, I hear you, man. I have sim- it's similar for me. I, I want, if I was to selfishly choose, I think the Bannister were an incredible addition to Halo. Yes. I, I really, on one hand, I feel like they won't use them because, you know, they've gotten so much crap about using stuff from other parts of media. Now, granted, they were in a video game. It's just I don't know what the overlap is for, like, how many people play the RTSs. Yeah, um, yeah, good. Point. But then again, it's easy to it's easy to tell people it's easy to introduce the banish when when essentially they're just the covenant, but a different organization. Yeah. Um. But I would love to see the banished, and I would love to see the flood. But I think it'd be cool if I don't even know if this works out lore wise. But I would love to see like flood, but like led by the primordial, like the ultimate. Like you know what I mean? That would be so cool. Because then I'd be like, oh, this is like the flood from the original trilogy, but on another freaking level, and like actually have some like precursor lore in there because it's the primordial. Um, I would like to see the didact come back if that can work out. Now I need to clarify: I am not a Promethean hater. I always feel like I got to say that, but I think I prefer if they're. I, I I'm not the biggest fan of the Prometheans. Okay. I did love. I love the game Halo 4, and I really enjoyed fighting them in Halo 4. Not as much in 5, personally. Respectable, but, you yeah. know, I just, I enjoy fighting the Covenant so much more. And yeah. I just, to me, I'm just not a huge fan of Prometheans. Now, if the Prometheans are in that game, it's not a deal breaker. I could love, yeah. I could still be, it could still be my favorite Halo game if it's got Prometheans in it. Um, but I just, if I was going to be selfish, I would choose probably, I mean, maybe, maybe if they're in there, just less of them. Maybe have them be more like a, more like Sentinels, you know, where they show up yeah. specially. Uh, but I kind of like the Cortana thing to get resolved quickly because I just don't think that story arc's very interesting, and I don't think many people like her being evil. So I feel like they need to effectively, like, sum that up quickly and then move on to the next thing. Yeah. You know? I, I'd be totally cool if you wrap that up in the first mission, yeah. you know? Like like I said, I, I'll work with it. I'll go with it. But no, I totally agree. I think moving on from Cortana, because it is still weird to me seeing Cortana be evil. It, it just doesn't feel right. I, yeah. I don't know. Like whatever they, they need to do to fix it or just roll with it. I mean, I'll be on board as long as I can tell it convincingly. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I'm with you. Um, I think I mentioned it before, I think in a different episode, but I think what I would like because there's some people who would like her to just be somehow made good again, which mm-hmm. part of me could like that, but I think it'd be cool if they sh- they'd showed us that the Cortana we saw in five wasn't really her. Maybe it was the didact influencing some version of her or whatever, and then they re- they they make it clear that Cortana really did die at the end of four. That's what would make me feel good because then she'd have that awesome ending she got in four. And it would fix the problems with five. You just say that was the didact manipulating her, or something in the domain, like a like a rampant core or something. Yeah, something like that. Because yeah. you know, because I don't even I don't even know if you could do give Cortana a better ending than what she got in four. I fantastic. agree. Yeah, it was perfect. No, yeah, I totally agree with that. I think uh, you know whatever way, like if it, the best case scenario is that she did die in four, and whatever's going on here, it's either 
just a rampant clone that Didax manipulating or yeah. just something projected to John and Blue Team, but mm. not or and some like people who know Cortana, but not like the rest of the universe, you know? Like it's just protect the, the whatever the threat is is projecting themselves to familiar um characters or, or species of who they're trying to contact. Yeah. If that makes sense. No. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm totally with you, dude. Um Man, I'm just I'm so hyped for Infinite this year. I mean, it just it feels like it's you know I, I mean because it has been a long time since we got a new Halo game, so oh it's my just gosh, yeah. And you can just feel the the whole Halo community, um, just kind of coming around this right now, and just everyone's just on the edge of their seat waiting for something. And and I, I love that three four three is toying with people. Like they're not really toying. That's not fair to say, but like yeah. They're like, uh, you know, you know, uh, I've seen gameplay, and then like, oh, here's a toy, here's a Mega Bloks. Like, I love it because when Halo Five came out, and I was disappointed with the narrative. I remember telling Josh, I was like, they need to, they need to give me a long time before the next one comes out. They need to make me want Halo, like feel like it's been a long time, and then they need to like play it close to the chest, and that's what they've been doing. They've been playing it so close to the chest. We are like, let's see here. So it's March. We're about eight months in eight months yeah. we're pretty much we're playing that game within eight months pretty much which is yeah. insane and we don't know hardly anything yeah i i agree i think that's actually the best way to approach uh halo infinite especially after everything building up to halo 5 and then halo 5 not fully representing yeah. all of that i think just playing it safe for now is definitely the smart move and yes what like colby Payne, one of the the level designers for halo infinite the way he toys with people saying like uh oh i've been playing halo infinite with my buddy how was your day and i'm like you know what <laughs> i'm still but playing no, halo 5 cool. <laughs> not same same but like i i think it's really cool i think there's a lot of high spirits going and i know people are like really excited and they just need more information and i think that is so good so good yeah. i think that's really something that we need right now yeah, no, it's it's. It w- I would love to see. No, I'm of the opinion. I don't. I don't really think it's possible for Halo to have the cultural relevance it did in 2007, just because of the times. It has nothing to do with the quality of the game. Agreed. Um, but I could definitely see it having a resurgence in popularity because yeah. I feel like. I mean, I don't. I guess I feel like it's kind of just been downhill since Reach. Really, I guess you know, it's just kind of not in a bad, not necessarily in a bad way, but just in a factual numbers way it's since mm-hmm. breach it's just kind of been less popular over the years and i think that's something me and josh have talked about is, is like we felt like we were the you know even though we knew we weren't we felt like we we're the only last two halo fans in the world because when you go out to your job or you go out on the street the grocery store and you happen to bump into somebody for some reason you bring up halo usually they're like oh either either they said they don't play it or they used to a long time ago mm-hmm. and now they're into whatever you know PUBG or something else and you're like you know, that's fine, but you're like, I just wish I could run into people who are passionate. And then you get on Twitter, and you're like, Twitter is like this place where every hardcore Halo fan has went and magnetized to each other and kind of gathered. And it just feels so cool to be in that community and just be able to share that passion with everybody, you know? Yeah, it's so cool. Like, even no matter how much, you know, uh, we may disagree with each other, you know, we have a huge variety of opinions. And that's that's actually something I really love. And yeah, just being able to go somewhere and just say, hey, I like this aspect of Halo 2. And then, like, having people be like, heck, yeah, that's awesome. And then people, like, just add on it. And yeah. you just have these amazing discussions on Twitter with the Halo community. Um, it, re- it really is just so amazing. 
um, to be a part of. And I really love, um, you know, how far the community has come lately and how, how big it's getting. It's, it's really cool. It's really unique to be a part of. Yeah, man. I, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it, man. It's, it's such a great agree, experience. Yeah. And I, I love how positive you stand there, dude. It's so cool. I really appreciate it. Um, I just, you know, like I'm not, I'm not on there to say that everything in Halo is perfect, but I'm on there to be enthusiastic about it, to be excited about it, to just because, you know, I like Halo. I want to talk about what's cool about Halo. That's just how I am, and that and that's how you are. You're hype man, you know, <laughs> hype man forty five hundred, hype man forty five hundred. <laughs> yeah, uh, TJ, if you, what's your dream job? I feel like I got an idea, but what's your dream job? Um. Working on Halo to some degree, I don't know yet if it's working with uh, the communication between 343 and fans or uh, helping with the narrative or or doing something completely different, helping run events like Halo Outpost or something. I just want to do something revolving around Halo. That, yeah. That's that's what I want to do. That's that's my goal. Um, just one day help with Halo. That's, that's Working on Halo has been my dream since as long as i can remember and it would one day that would you know once i get there i'll be i'll be really happy about it yeah i i get that man it's kind of like i've seen i've seen people who on twitter they're just like i've mopped the floors at 343 it's like <laughs> you know what you know it would be really cool to to have a a hand in halo whatever it is but uh, i don't want to mop the floors i'll be yeah honest, I, but, I agree with that um you know that's that's <laughs> not what i had in mind but um yeah, well, man, it's been amazing getting to talk with you. Uh, I'm really glad you could get on here. I know we, we kind of talked about this, and then we missed a day, and then today it was like, uh, I can't right now. Can you get back later? And now it's almost 1 o'clock in the morning here for me, and we got this thing out. I'm so glad. Um, glad to have you. Uh, do you want to plug your uh, your stuff, man? <laughs> well, sure, and I, and I really appreciate you guys having me on here. It's been a pleasure speaking with you tonight you're, you're so amazing and i really appreciate everything the sacred icon halo uh does for the community and the amount of positivity they spread i really appreciate you guys oh thank you so much dude um, really appreciate but it. yeah if you guys ever want to follow us over at the the halo pod or sorry <laughs> uh what what it was what's my podcast called i can't even remember what it's called <laughs> noble anymore. Core gaming talking. podcast <laughs> yeah the the noble core gaming <laughs> podcast we're or uh, the Noble Core just over on uh, Twitter. You know, we're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We're just talking about Halo, having fun. Uh, this month we'll be talking a lot more about Doom and Half-Life. But, you know, going forward for Halo Infinite, it's going to get crazy and we're excited. Um, so go ahead and if you guys wouldn't mind just uh, uh, following me and uh, John, we, we would really appreciate it. And we can't wait for the, the year ahead. Yeah, uh, definitely uh, follow at the grunt 4500 um because grunt's got a, a new twitter and we're trying to get him back up to the twitter numbers he, he used to have and and uh you know i've i've spread around what i can and i'm thinking we just got your uh, uh halo means to me video out there we got a you guest on the podcast um i'm gonna say we need you what are you at 200 some followers right now yeah, I think 217 right now. It's got to be 350 in the next two days, guys. That's what I'm asking. At least 350. Get us that there. That would be appreciated. That would yes. be amazing. Because uh, we love having Grunt in the community, TJ in the community. Um, it's, just been, it's just a pleasure, man, having you around. Uh, I really enjoy talking to you. Um, I love all the positivity. And uh, 
for me, if you guys want to hit me up, I'm at Brian Spain. Josh is at Jovial Joshy. And as always, you can find us on uh, at Sacred Icon Halo. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed having you here, TJ. And we will see you guys next time. Thanks, Peace. man. Appreciate it. Keep it sacred. <laughs>